welcome to Are We Even Okay? A podcast about how we were educated through Hollywood movies and learned to protect ourselves in prison fights. My name's Eileen. I'm Katie. I'm Reed. And to start us off, are are you guys even okay? Yeah, I today I am. I'm okay today. Sure. Wow, that's great. Are you okay, Eileen? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I, I'm happy to be here. Um, I don't know why I'm talking like a therapist. Just a sultry tone, like on Fraser. That's how they would speak. Yes. Mr. Borson would very much enjoy this sultry vibe. Oh. Yeah, so today's episode is entirely devoted to Mr. Borson, the highlight and nightmare of our junior high years. In case we haven't said, because it's entirely possible we haven't, he taught um, history and also the class where Reed learned about stakes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Life skills. And wasn't it like social studies? Yeah, it was like... It was called social studies at junior high because you don't get, like, it was social studies up to grade 10, and then it went to history because it specified, like, you know, got more specific, whether it was, like, Canadian history or... Okay, so here's a stupid question. What's the difference between, like, history and social studies? I mean, social studies sounds so vague. Mm -hmm. Now, Now I'm kind of realizing, like... Yeah, I guess it was social studies. We learned about social stuff. I feel like because it was just like, it covered like history, but then it also covered like stuff that we needed to know about like our government system and stuff like that. Like the essentials. Did we talk yes, about Yes, we did. That? It was very poorly wow. done, but Mr. Borson definitely did talk about it. Oh yeah, because I remember him talking about Louis Riel. Yes, that faded really mm-hmm. lesson. Yep, we're all thinking of the same thing. Which <laughs> I don't remember this actually. Can we say what happened? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Can to be you? like, um... I could, I could try. I could try. Okay. Yeah. So there was this one lesson we were having about Louis Riel, and there was it was some battle in Saskatchewan, and it was mm-hmm. Louis Riel and the Métis people versus, I guess, white Canadians. <laughs> Sounds about accurate. This, I don't. I, I. This is as specific as I can get because we really didn't learn a lot in that class. No. <laughs> um, so then, M- Mr. Borson was like, "Like, what did these guys say to the Métis people that got them so upset?" Like, he's like, "Come on, everyone, what was, th- what were they saying to them?" And then, like, I don't know. However old I was at that age, junior high age, me was just like you bastards and he was like mr parsons like yes that was correct (laughs) because i guess the whole like mr borson really wanted to like emphasize that i guess how he characterized metis people which again he made it seem like they were all like this it was just like the quebecois population the dads would go away for the fur trade come to manitoba canoodle there have Uh like a second family and then go back to their family in quebec when hunting trapping season was done so that was the whole reason they were like you bastards and then mrs uh or miss mozzarella was like very concerned about this after class Mm. she like pulled me aside and was like are you okay if you're not okay we could go talk to the principal about this right now she had a lot of moments like that because i had the same thing after he had us watching that movie and i 
said that bitch or whatever and she like cornered me when we were in home ec and she was just like oh my god are you okay like I I just want to make which is like nice of her to check in but also I was like yeah I'm fine but she's like I just want to make sure because that movie really wasn't appropriate and I think we should go talk to the principal and I was like well it sounds like you have more of a problem yeah than I did yeah that's what actually what's interesting about thinking about she was actually trying to help she was like probably she was the only person who seemed to be doing anything about me oh yeah didn't like it for whatever reason even though clearly based on like movies and that whole like whatever stuff you made up about metis people which is like not true no and this brings up a good point that we kind of like touched on I think in the first episode of like or the second episode I'm sorry of like how did these teachers get away with this stuff and it's like this teacher's aide like Miss Mozzarella she would have saw it all so wouldn't she have gone to like the principal and been like hey this guy or this lady yeah they're doing weird stuff in class it is interesting that she tried to corral you to do yeah. it like I do remember other teachers being witness to it so they must have had some awareness like Mrs. Havarti walked in one time and saw that Mr. Borsen was just passed out <laughs> while we were watching a movie and she just laughed and walked <laughs> and I was like in retrospect I'm like did they go to the principal about that or so I feel like my my hot theory on this is that like people like said stuff to the principal or whoever was in charge of the school about all the stuff that he pulled but I guess without like student like maybe it was just falling on deaf ears Mm. without student testimony but then like maybe I feel like they could have all you had to do is walk into his class any day like (laughs) Which actually I think did happen when we left or the year before we left, there was a new principal. And then shortly after we left, Mr. Borson was put on leave. Oh, yeah. The principal that got mad at us for that um, fun, like, snowball fight yeah. we had. So maybe it was just like the old principal or staff just didn't want to do anything about it. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if their hands were tied in some sort of way. The dynamics of what must have been going on behind the scenes would be very interesting to, like, hear about. True. I'm, I would be so curious to know. That was, that was a, we got off to, like, a really, like, a, a, a real heavy, place. A heavy start. <laughs> heavy quick. Okay, so I feel like maybe another place to start, mm-hmm. a second start, <laughs> is with the first class that we ever had with Mr. Borson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this super vividly, but I remember it like clear as day because we we sat down and he stood at the front and he was like being pretty intimidating and stuff. And he said, who are you? Oh, my God. And everyone was super quiet. And then he just asked, who are you? And it went for the entire 45 minute class of people just guessing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm Reed. Uh, I'm a woman. I'm like, whatever. And he would just keep yelling, who are you? And finally, someone got it. What was it? It was, we are the descendants of our ancestors. Like, I forget how he worded it. It was like, we're survivors, I think. This this unlocked something in my brain that I did not remember. I got triggered by this so hard. (laughs) Because we had him first in grade eight, right? That was what it was? I don't remember. I it was grade but... seven, like right off the hop. Yeah, I, I kind of thought so too. I, I feel like I'm just remembering this 
in in grade eight, but maybe it wasn't just because Reed was with me. And I remember like leaving and being like, what was that? Maybe that was from like, do we all remember that one class where we had to do presentations about like the tool? So we had to pretend we were like Cro-Magnum people. Oh my God. Right? Yes. And we had to make a new tool, right? Like a tool to help us like, you know, do whatever. Right. And then like this one girl went up and he was like, she was like, like she was nervous right she's presenting in front of the class and he she kept like whispering and like you know mumbling and then Mr. Borison was like I know you talk in that deep sexy voice like my wife but you need to speak up (laughs) we are just all like shocked oh my god that's not an okay thing to say to a child it was not it made it like her so like so much like worse and it was just oh my god (laughs) no I remember he also told one of the students that she'd be a good Playboy bunny. Oh, yes. yeah. I remember this. Why is that an okay thing to say? It's not an okay thing to say. <laughs> Why would he think that's an okay thing? On the same pervy tangent, um, not to be too specific, but my, my brother and a friend used to go to car shows all the time, and they ran into him at a car show, and Mr. Borson took a picture of them, and... I guess he hung it up in his closet because one day in class, he was like, every morning when I get dressed, I stare at the picture of you two and smile. It's <laughs> just like, what? Not okay. What? Okay, wait. Actually, this is great. Can we also lay a scene? Because his classroom was very specific. As yes. Well. Also his car. Oh, right. <laughs> Which I, I saw one time. But first, the classroom was like just full of garbage shit. Like. <laughs> yeah papers and trash and then there was like there was these cabinets around the walls and on top of the cabinets there was just stuff and the thing I remember the best was like there was two smurfs oh there, that dirty papa smurf oh yeah but there was like uh, other random crap up there also <laughs> and he always had a tv in his room because you never know when a movie might be about to happen so you were never like it was always ready We've already like touched on in another episode his obsession with how 2001 Space Odyssey, just the beginning, was actual like historical fact of how they learned to use tools. And we watched, I think we watched Cleopatra with Elizabeth Taylor. We did. Yep. And then we watched some movie with Al Capone. Oh my god, it was like about the like American Revolution and the like Al Capone. Or Al Capone, Al, Cap- Al Pacino, you mean, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I'd love a movie with you know, Al Capone, please. Famous movie actor Al Capone. <laughs> and he was like, uh, like sucking on his son's face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're my boy. That movie, that movie, though, had profound... Um, Inappropriate like, content. Well, yes, but like had a lasting effect on us because that's still something no, that we like quote and make fun of to this day, like right? as adults. There's like that one scene where like Al Pacino holds his hands up in the air to like wave goodbye, but he's just staring, standing there with two hands up in the air. And I feel like we embrace this quite a bit. We still do that to this day. Like I'll see like Eileen like walking somewhere because this is like the last time I remember doing it. And then you just raise both of your arms and that is the greeting and also goodbye. Yes. This is what we took away from this class. Was this the YBWH? Was that where that came from or was that a different movie? Okay. So at one point, uh, a lady, I think, like, stabs a man. Daisy? Okay. 
she stabbed him because he was getting um he wanted to frisky. get frisky and she didn't want that which honestly good on good on her but she like takes out a hairpin and like stabs him in the thigh with it and he calls her a yankee a bitch a whore and a horse and we heard that and we went yes yes and so <laughs> we Did would he actually call her that i thought i just like no no it, it actually no, happened that's what he called her and we held on to that and we would call ourselves the YBWHs, which is weird, but we did. This lives on in one of my junk emails. Uh, I got a Christmas gift from you and Eileen uh, where it was a, like one of those like necklaces that people would like write on rice and put it in like a vial. Oh my God. And I think it said my name on one side that. and then on the other side it said YBWH. Oh, memories. Oh my god, we got it engraved on a piece of rice. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little like cult. Oh my god, that's I completely. It was forgot. to share oh, the trauma of that class. Yeah. So can I mention one more thing? Well, we can mention a lot of things, but um, just I when you were saying nice setting like the scene of his classroom, is I remember him having a desk, but didn't he also have a podium beside that desk? Because that is where he would. Okay, he did. So he would just stand there all class, and he would make us take notes, but he would dictate them to us, and he so... would never repeat. He would get so angry no. if you asked him to repeat it. He would just start screaming. Oh, I forgot all that. But you're right, and. But the thing is, like, you're taking notes, but there was only one fact about, you know, actual education in there. Was there actual okay. education? I feel like he just made up a lot of this garbage. Yeah, I mean, that. I feel like that was 90%. I'd be, I wish I still had my notes from that class. Yeah. It'd be fascinating. To I have see. a question I about... I also have a question. Okay. <laughs> my question is about the notes. So, think back... <laughs> I know this might hurt a little bit, but pretend you're back in his class. Did he ever have, like, books with him or, like, notes on what he was teaching us? Or was that just full his brain? Because I feel like he just was talking. It was like... And we had to just accept that as fact. I don't remember him ever having books. He would walk in with books if he wasn't already in the class, but he never actually, okay. like, referenced them. And they weren't actually, like, school, like, you know, stuff. Yeah, I don't remember him, like, drawing, like having notes in front of no him he just go speak from the heart i guess his weird twisted I do heart remember i sat in the front of the class and like he would just somehow his like belly was always in front of me <laughs> yeah i remember that <laughs> and like his his like bottom button was always undone yep. and his like or at least at one least button, one and his belly was always just like sticking out in my face which is fine but it was like naked and hairy <laughs> It wasn't fine. So <laughs> that I was remember. not an okay thing. What was your question, right? My you question was, like, kind of circling back to the YBWH stuff. Did we actually uh -huh. learn about American history? Because I don't remember learning about that until, like, high school very, very briefly. Like, the no, Coles I don't think notes. We, we only learned about American history when he felt it pertained to Canada. Which, like, kind of oh, makes sense, yeah. I guess. But, like, we didn't have, like, I, I still barely know American history because, like, no, I, d I don't remember, like, actually understanding the American Revolution at all. <laughs> no. All I remember is Al Pacino, like, sucking his son's face. Al Capone. <laughs> yeah, anytime you say Al Pacino now, I want to correct it to Al Capone because it just sounds better. <laughs> Didn't Al Capone have, like, uh, like, uh where he'd make alcohol in, like, Saskatchewan or something or smuggle alcohol through Saskatchewan? 
I, I didn't know there was a Canadian. Canadian. It all circles mm-hmm. back, see? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I remembered right away, I don't know if you remember this, is the time that he made a kid drink vinegar. <gasps> yep. I remember no? this lesson very vividly. Very. How was that a lesson? It was the lesson was that if you're ever dying of thirst. No, 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 no. But happens it's to- not the lesson. Yeah, no, this is. He was like, if you're dehydrated, you can drink vinegar. Was he but do you know else? why he started that story of why you should drink vinegar when you're dehydrated? It was all linked no. to the Bible. No. No. That shut was up. the start what? of the lesson. Okay, so like. Okay, I do not remember. Yeah, that. that's what I was like. I feel like the drinking water if you're dehydrated was like the the lesser point of this. The whole point of this was him describing the Bible, and it was like something about Jesus being up on the cross, and then he got stabbed with the spear, and then apparently one of the guards had like put vinegar on a sponge and like put it on put it to Jesus's mouth or something and then like Mr. Burson was like um hey this wasn't a bad thing this was a good thing this was the soldier showing kindness because you can actually have vinegar if you're dehydrated which I feel is like not a real thing but whatever well, I think why I, I genuinely do not know. I remember the student did not enjoy drinking it very well, much. No, it's vinegar. <laughs> but also, why were we talking about the Bible? Why did we talk we about did talk anything? About the Bible. Quite a bit. I really wow. intensely remember this one memory. That's great. So one of the teaching assistants, not Mrs. Mozzarella, had brought up like I don't know why she brought this up, but she brought up about how her mom wrote a diary of what she did every no, day. No, that was Miss Mozzarella. Was it that Miss was Mozzarella? Mozzarella? I feel like it was somebody yep. else. But anyway. Yeah, I, will, I remember this too. It her, was. Her mom brought up this like diary of, or like how her mom wrote this diary of what she did every day. If she was playing soccer and brought her a dandelion, she saved it in this like diary. And then Mr. Borson like just like felt that he started crying because he he was like I wish my parents did that for me and then was it the same day where we were like talking about how he had already seen his parents like or talked to his parent his dad father one last time because that was a heck of a trip I don't remember that I remember him remembering his birth what Okay. I remember this too. Can I I finish my brief? His (laughs) remembering his father. So he went for a dental appointment and got put under, right? Like for whatever reason, right? And then because I guess his dad had passed away and it wasn't like he didn't get to say goodbye to him when he passed away. So he went for dental surgery like years later, got knocked out, and then he got to say his final words to his father when he was passed out under dental surgery and then like we were trying to convince him that it was like well you know you were under anesthetics it probably like it's not real and he's like it was real and then like I don't know he took it as like his father like just following him around all the time it was it was definitely a trip for a social studies class I mean this is the thing it's like cool you know grief do your yeah. thing why why do the students yeah why did we need to know this like you tell this to like a young child and they're gonna be like no like you were just dreaming right and then he was like Mm -hmm. trying like you know do whatever this like he can do whatever he needs to do believe what he needs to believe but I don't know why he needed to convince us it was real because he talked way too much about his personal life like I know (laughs) things about that man that I don't want to now 
like yeah again he he claimed to remember his birth okay so let's hear this yeah he described it as like there was like a bunch of red (laughs) darkness and red and then he saw light and flower wallpaper Um, and maybe his mother's face but i don't remember okay do you think that this is why he was obsessed with the fact that he would like to be pregnant what because i remember him talk you don't remember that no he constantly would talk about how if like men like like without getting into like i know genders and stuff like that but he would talk about at the time how if a man could ever be pregnant he wants to be pregnant and give birth because he would like to experience it and that would he talked about it all the time like it would just be silent in class and he would be like oh i wish i wish i could have a baby (laughs) yeah um like you know Probably not something for a social studies class, but, you know, maybe something you keep to yourself or your partner or whatever, right? Yeah. And that's a whole nuanced conversation about, like, gender versus sex versus all this stuff that, like, as children and at that, you know, time, no one is prepared to have that conversation either. It's just a crazy man in the corner talking about how he wants to give birth, which is weird. I'm remembering something him talking about dolphins one day does that like ring a bell to anyone i feel like he loved dolphins like (laughs) on a very personal level wow i don't i don't remember this was it like connected to hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy maybe but i just remember him saying something about dolphins but i think i've blocked it out maybe it was really bad i just remember him talking about them and i i'd like to remember why i feel like he just really loved dolphins I remember, like, some strange obsession with them. Oops. As long as you can kind of remember that. He also he he also sang at me, actually. What did he sing? Yeah, he sang the, um, which is, it's, this is actually not my name. It's, the song oh is Good Night, Oh my god, Irene. no. But he'd sing, Good night, Eileen. Good night, Eileen. Good night, Eileen. I'll see you <laughs> in my so name. creepy. Oh my but then god. also, <laughs> I don't know why every song associated with my name is, like, perverse. But then also, a fellow friend, or whatever, like, kid at that time, he told me that the version of that song that he knew was, Good night, Eileen, you sex machine. <laughs> Yikes! My Yikes! Excuse me? Which also fucked me up. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that was the same car show kid. Oh, my oh. God, car show kid. No. We need to get you a good good song for your name. One that can't have this inappropriate context. is very interesting. Acquaint- Again, with the acquaintance at our Fortune 500 company. Yes. As much fun as cheese is, we don't want you to be overwhelmed with options. So if you find yourself confused as to which cheese we're talking about, we've created a handy guide to help you out. You can find the guide by heading to our website and there's a link to that in the description. Now, back to the podcast. Do we remember this one time where he wrote, like, I love puppies on the board, but, like, he wrote words on the board, and then he, like, told us not to read it, and then, like, what? I guess I was the only one that made a reaction to reading it, because for some reason I thought it was funny, right? <laughs> so yeah. I started laughing, and then he's like, aha, <laughs> and, like, went on this tangent about how, like, reading is life. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know how this had to do with social studies or anything, but it has really stuck with me. Because he didn't teach us social studies. He just came into class with no lesson plan and just kind of like was like, here we go. This is what's happening. Oh, I got I just one. I was thinking one time I got so upset because we had to write these reviews of the movies we watched. And I was so upset that we just kept watching movies. And we watched one that I just thought was so like ridiculous. And so I wrote this essay that was just like disparaging of the film and he loved it he was like yes my movies are working i know yeah (laughs) i was like i don't know if he thought he tricked me into being passionate he thought he like tricked you into learning and it was a big teaching moment for him he's like haha i've just been trolling everyone from the beginning i mean he could have just been a giant troll Like, I could maybe buy that Madame Camembert was a huge troll, but Mr. Borsman. Oh, she definitely was. They all had a little troll in them. Do we want to touch on how... Okay, so we are learning about very loosely using the term learning here. Yeah. We were learning about uh, Sumerians, like ancient Sumeria, and we had to like do projects about it because for some reason we had to do these always these awkward projects. Like first it was like making a tool, which like, I don't know, some people just came to class with a stick. Yeah, and those were the students who got the best marks, and I will forever be pissed off because those students definitely right. I was so bad. I don't remember doing this project. I worked so hard on my project. Well, not like harder than most. I like cut off a piece of the a tree I had in my backyard, Mm -hmm. and then like I tied like I got a branch and I tied deer leather, and I made like a fire starter where you put like a stick. And like wrap the deer leather around like the bow almost. And then you have the piece of wood and you kind of like move it back and forth to start a fire. And literally some popular kid picked up a stick outside and he got like 100%. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it was because it was so frustrating because Mr. Borson's lesson was like, no, like the first tools weren't complex. They were just sticks, which is like, yeah, okay, but... Can you also pay attention to the fact that, like, yeah. some kid built, like, Firestarter. a literal, like, like, someone built, like, an arrow and uh, bow and arrow. They got less marks than the person with That's just stupid. a stick. And it wasn't even sharpened. It was just a stick. <laughs> a pointed <laughs> sticks. Shut up. I asked my parents what to do for that assignment because I was so confused. And my dad was like, make a mortar and pestle. So I just took a bowl and a stove. But still, like, that's better than a stick that you picked up outside. It's like some effort, right? It was my dad's effort. (laughs) Well, someone made an effort, which is all that counts now. Right? Yes. So there was this other project or it was like um I, I okay i remember another project for egypt but this one's for sumeria where we had to like do a project so for some reason me katie and then another girl we did we made this recipe from ancient sumeria apparently that we found online we did it was and it, yep it involved like i almost said the thing that got you mad at me i almost said it again <laughs> Sorry, please continue. <laughs> so, like, it was like apricot something, right? With like some weird flower. Yeah, it was like apricots in like a very specific type of flower. Like, it wasn't actual flower. It was like ground up something else with like I want to say like chai seeds. Like, it was very 
was thick. A, it yeah, was it was very like thick. An apricot mush, right? So we yeah. like made it at this girl's house on her stove, and then we were like, we went off to do something. I don't know, but we left it on the stove. It like burnt it uh-huh. and like ruined the pot. Oh no! Her mom was so mad at us. Yeah, but then we still brought it to school, did our presentation, and like nobody liked it. Maybe Mr. Borson liked it. I don't know. Well, you're you're missing a little. You're missing a little bit okay, f- of that story. Fill in, fill in, fill in. I would like to fill in. So the other girl that we had a project was our project partner. I'm just gonna call her Barb because I need a name. for Okay, now. perfect, Barb. So Barb, um, she ended up making like a bread or something to go along with it. I think because we had she something did. else. Yeah, because one of the things was good, and then one of the things was this weird apricot mush. So we knew that this thing was bad. So we we walked into class wearing togas, yelling toga, toga, toga. <laughs> yes. And uh, oh my god, we gave our presentation, and the presentation went fairly well. What but, do togas have to do with ancient Sumerians, though? You know, they don't, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so we we gave the presentation and presentation went well and uh we had this food that we needed to to have people try so i for some reason gave the introduction and i was like we made this food it's modeled after this it's not very good like it's really bad does anyone want to try it and reed <laughs> turned to look at me and just like quietly under her breath went why would you say that stop it say something good about it <laughs> So I was trying to get everyone to taste the horrible food and share our pain. So mad at me. But like a bunch of kids still were like, yeah, we'll try it. I remember specifically one one kid was like, yeah, I'll try it. I don't care. And then Mr. Borson went on this like rant about how like I should have said it was delicious and had people like try it. And then we could have been like, ha, gotcha. It was actually really bad. Right. That's so classic. He always wants you to, like, trap people. Yeah. Like, one time, there was this broken desk in the class <laughs> for the longest time. Yes. And he left it there as a trap. And one day, a kid sat in it, and, like, the whole desk collapsed. That was our him, friend, Mr. Borson too. was just yes. laughing. Oh, no, yeah. It did happen to a friend. It also happened to, like, this, Wait, this random Wait, so kid. did the desk, like break and then he like put it back together and just like move it back and was like hey, hey. Probably. that's what it sounds like. yeah i swear because and one time i found a 20 dollar bill outside his class and i feel like it was a social experiment to see if i would return it or something <laughs> and i just i just nice <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah so i feel like i might have failed that worth it <laughs> worth it he would have to go through a lot of 20 dollar bills because i imagine not a lot of kids especially like in middle school and in front of his class would bring him back a $20 well, bill. Where you, well, like, where would you bring it? Like, you'd, you'd bring it to the office and be like, someone lost $20? Yeah. How are they going to trace that back? <laughs> they, like, I guess fingerprints? I do have this, I have this theory, though, because he was so tricky and crafty. I feel like if I had taken the $20 bill to him, mm-hmm. he might have given me, like, 100 You think? You <laughs> okay. think he would have given you $100? I, I feel... Well, I don't know. Maybe not a hundred, but I feel like that would be on brand for him to be like reward you for 
I don't know. I feel like your reward, though, experiment. wouldn't be something good. Like, you bring him this $20 bill, and then he just hands you... <laughs> it would be a Smurf. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what those Smurfs were there for. They were waiting until someone brought the $20 bill back, but no one ever oh did. Oh, my God. Full circle. That's what happened. I So, it's funny. I remember that cooking thing, but I don't I have no idea what I made. I forgot the end of that story. We brought it to the librarians, and this one particular librarian really loved it and oh, ate yeah. it all. And we were like, oh my God, you're just horrified. So we just gave it to her. Well, I remember it looking like slop. It like did porridge. Look like slop. <laughs> it looked like porridge with apricots in it, but it was made of like apricots and flour, but not flour. And we spent money on it too. Like I remember it being kind of expensive. Yeah, because that weird flour was like super expensive. Yeah. And like maybe now as an adult, it wouldn't be that expensive, but to like a child with no income having to like ask for 20 bucks from like your mom or parents to be like I need to make slop for school <laughs> I need 20 bucks for <laughs> find that find the 20 <laughs> bucks outside of uh, his classroom that wasn't so lucky oh gosh you just reminded me of the whole canteen thing. oh my god the canteen oh yes please talk about that well I just want to check in first because Reed mentioned that there was like also an Egyptian project was there? Is there a story there? Oh, it's just like more of like the same kids like barely doing anything. And then like my sister made like this really awesome like boat. And like he gave her like, like she made it out of reeds. She like soaked the reeds in the tub and then like f- oh, folded them. Cool. Like like once they were soft, folded them up to like make it into like an Egyptian style boat. She spent oh, wow. forever on it. And like she got less marks than the kid who brought in like probably a stick. <laughs> he really likes sticks. Still a stick. <laughs> Just one stick for Egypt. Uh, that's funny. Okay, yeah. I have I have the canteen stuff and I also have the prison shank story. I'm very interested for the prison shank because I don't remember it. Or maybe yeah, I just blocked I it hit? out. I don't know. But I think <laughs> canteen I first. Canteen. Okay. Canteen was, I, I think I was involved in the leadership team. Yes. Is that yes. how the canteen stuff happened? Yep. So, I yeah, I volunteered at this, like, canteen in the basement where kids could come buy stuff, like pizza pops or something. I think it was mostly Or, pizza like, pops. horrible nachos in a bag once a week. Mm, yeah. <laughs> or taco but in a bag. the thing was, yes. there was milk and stuff, I think, that you could buy. And so there was a fridge. But the fridge was full of mold. Oh. Always. Like, like black mold and it stunk. Like, it was, I mean, obviously it stunk. It was a moldy fridge. But Mr. Borson was the person in charge of the canteen, so I had to work with him. And, like, I, I wish I remembered better what happened. I just remember one time I had to, like, clean the fridge with him. Oh, and dear. I, I don't know how safe that is. No, I don't think <laughs> also, it would be safe. Is it safe to be in that small little canteen room with Mr. Borison anyway? <laughs> no. Yeah, first off, that's not safe. Second off, mold exposure. Third, I don't know, lasting trauma. I have an outside perspective of your canteen story. Yeah, I feel like you honestly might remember this better than me. We had a, a field day, which is like we just were outside during like June doing field activities. But uh, you I'm had pretending. to like do a... Wait, what? I feel like we pretended to do field activities more than we actually did them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that was just, like, you would bring up, like, a blanket and hang out with your friends. And then every once in a while, go run for, like, two minutes and then stop. But um, 
<clears throat> there was a canteen and you could buy popsicles. And I remember Eileen had to go and like sit at this canteen for a while so she could sell popsicles with Mr. Borson. And it was like a, a pretty long time, I think. Like you were at least there for like an hour and a bit. So we went up to buy popsicles from you. And I just remember you looking at me and going, I need help. I need help. <laughs> like you were like you were so just like over being there with him. And you looked this is so sad. Cause I don't like I do remember doing that, but I have no recollection of what happened during that hour. <laughs> <laughs> You've just completely like <laughs> shut down and will not remember which is maybe for the best, because I just remember you yeah. like looking at me like with your eyes pleading and you just said you're like I need help (laughs) oh no oh my god what happened no why did I why was my like time spent doing this this like capitalist labor I don't know well yeah because you would have had to you signed up like asked to do it did you sign up for it because Reed and I didn't do it you have to be you had to sign up for like the student leadership or whatever and we definitely did not sign up for that no, 100%. I don't... Actually, I know why I signed up for that. I do know why. It was one reason. Do you remember when we first went to school, there was, like, someone who gave us a tour of the school? Yes. Yes. I wanted to be that person. Oh, dear. Really badly. I don't know why. I think part of it was actually I really wanted to, like, tell people about different teachers before we went into their classrooms. Okay. Warn them about the terrors to come. <laughs> I think I kind of, like... <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why that appealed to me. There was so much other stuff you had to do on the leadership team, like be excited at pep rallies that like oh. I was not interested in. I don't know why I signed up for it. And did you get to <laughs> give the that, tour? I did get to give the tour. Was it everything you wanted? The last thing I did. It was pretty great. I remember taking them to the little room between the band room and the library that had a poster of Patrick oh, Stewart. Oh, dear God. Like, this is Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and you t- our band teacher gave you that photo. Fo- that- was it the, the library? It was the library teacher. I have that. I'm looking at that poster right now. It says, discover the feeling, learn to read, and it's Patrick Stewart <laughs> holding Shakespeare. All I remember is me, you, and... Our associate, car car show <laughs> associate. Yeah. We're like, we signed up for a band on a real, real tangent this is. We signed up for this extra band thing where it was like trios. Yeah. And we had to learn this song and we like practice it in that room with the Patrick Stewart poster. With Patrick Stewart. Those were... I remember that very fondly. <laughs> our, we always have our band tests in that room because they'd be like one-on-one. Right. I missed out on band. I feel like if I could go back to middle school, not that I want to, but I would take band. <laughs> Join us. Yeah, I'm sad I didn't get to continue band in high school, but it was the same time as computer science, oh. which seems like bad schedule. You didn't really miss a lot. I kind of, I took it the first year in high school and then dropped. I didn't like the band teacher as much. That's fair. I just remember with the Patrick Stewart poster that kids would always like stab his eyes with a uh, little pins that you like a thumbtack the thumbtack that yeah. checks out for kids and and uh to this day he has holes in his eyes it's very i feel like otherwise it's a pretty good poster because wasn't it like laminated and stuff like they tried yeah. to take care of it they knew it's you were coming it's, it's it's come with me all the way to montreal to every apartment <laughs> it hung over my bed in like multiple relationships <laughs> <laughs> Your real relationship has been with him all along. 
It's been with Pat, Patty. Patty. Patty Stu. <laughs> Can I just like really briefly, like this has nothing to do with school, but it does have to do with uh, Patrick Stewart. So it's kind of fun. Um, Eileen and I met Patrick Stewart after a Broadway show when we went to like we a stage door and he dunked on Saskatoon. <laughs> like just Hard. kind of unprompted. <laughs> like I think. Saskatchewan, the whole province. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah, the whole province. Because I think he asked us <laughs> where we were from, maybe. Oh, my God. No, I was like, I was like, we came all the way from Manitoba to see them. Oh, yeah. And he was like, at least it wasn't Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he knows about the, like, weird rivalry that we have for some reason. Maybe. Like, ooh, it's a very Canadian thing for Manitobans to hate on Saskatchewan. And I think vice versa, but I have no idea why we're hating on them. Honestly, like... It's like some prairie rivalry. There can only be one prairie province. Like, I I don't get it. Okay, so, like, I had to go to Saskatchewan on another tangent one time for work, and everyone's, like, always just, like, making fun of them for some reason. Oh, it's so flat. I'm like, aren't we flat? (laughs) But, like, we went through this one valley. (laughs) I think it's, like, the K... Please correct my French. K-Appel? Capel? I don't know, Valley, and it was, like, gorgeous. And I'm like, there's nothing like this in Manitoba. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, all of our hills are man-made of trash. Like, we don't really have much to, like, dunk on them for, but... (laughs) Okay, but, uh, sorry, now we're just tangenting, but, like, because of the way Canada shit-talks Toronto, Mm -hmm. like, unless you're in Toronto, Canada just hates Toronto, right? I like Toronto. Wait, we hate Toronto? Yeah, we do. I don't know, I just... Okay. Growing up, I just, like, remember Canadians just, like, dissing Toronto all the time. And I thought that it was, like, gonna be a literal pile of trash. Like, my whole life, I just thought the city was, like, grey and filthy and full of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's, like, fighting each other all the time. And then we went there, Mm. Katie and I, together. And I was like, wow, it's so pretty. (laughs) Like, I I definitely, some of the service people we had there was actively, the first time, some of the worst service. People can be kind of assholes, yeah. But then, like, that could be anywhere, so I don't know. But, Yeah. yeah, we hate Toronto, we hate the Toronto Raptors, and whatever their other teams are Didn't they just win or something? Yes, they did. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. And technically, it was, like, the last, I think, big win before COVID, right? So, like... Technically, they've had the title for two years. On a tangent, this gave me a random Mr. Borson memory. I don't know why. Oh, bring us so back. yeah, we briefly learned about his name is Henry Hudson, right? Who's trying to find the Northwest Passageway, as is Canadian uh-huh. tradition. Everyone tries to find the Northwest Passageway. So they don't have to like <laughs> go sail around to the Panama Canal or whatever. <laughs> If that Damn any, the Panama anyway, Canal. Well, I don't know if the Panama, like, I don't know the history of that. So I don't know if that was actually where they would get through to the other side or they just had to go. I don't know. Anyway, so the story was that Henry Hudson had, like, red hair. And then, like, so, like, I think what happened, the main point of that, like, they all died on that voyage, a whole bunch of them. I think because they got locked out. Scary. Sounds accurate. They, I thought it was that they got locked out by ice, but also there's, I think it was like canned food had just become a thing and it wasn't properly canned and they all oh, died of like yes. botulism. botulism. But Mr. like big on this theory Mr. that- Mr. Wait, Mr. Nope. Borden. Nope. <laughs> okay, but let's start over. 
But Mr. Borson was really big on this theory that uh, he actually survived because he's like some <laughs> pop some populations in Manitoba have red hair. So it's a clear, clear indication <laughs> that because there are red-haired Manitobans, it must be him. Henry Hudson must have lived. Yeah, because wasn't there a kid with red hair in the class? Yep. And he was yeah. like targeted? Because nobody in the world who has red hair has ever immigrated to Manitoba except no. Henry no. Hudson. <laughs> Not all those Irish and Scots. All of them descendants, Henry Hudson. Oh, I've got another tidbit of facts, or maybe like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it is fact that uh, about uh, <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving that I learned in Mr. Borson's class. You actually learned something? Yeah. So the <laughs> oh. reason we, well, besides like our harvest season and blah, 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 the reason, one of the reasons we celebrate Thanksgiving when we th- celebrate Thanksgiving is because some guy went to try and find the Northwest Passageway, but he, he didn't find it. He came back. He didn't die. So they had a big feast. And that's why we celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving. Because some guy didn't die on this venture. I feel like someone needs to fact check this. Yeah, that doesn't sound accurate. Also, how many things are just revolve around the Northwest Passage? No, no, no. Like, look this up. It's legit. I just think of that song. (laughs) Well, how many things... What's song? Wait, what? He had a song? The Northwest Passage. Oh, Oh, God. Is this like a Gordon Lightfoot song? It's, uh... Gosh... I'm I'm just shaming all of Canada now. That's fine. It's that guy's got a beard. Oh, that narrows it down so much. Thank you. <laughs> like Burton Cummings? No, no, no. Anyway, sorry, continue. Um, so Mr. Borzon. Oh, right? it's facts. It's facts. I looked it up. Real facts. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just about to say he taught us nothing. So apparently he taught us one thing. <laughs> no, okay. He he did. And I don't know. Maybe this is like a final story. I, I don't know why it seems like neither of you remember this. Because I remember we would talk about it all the I time. I blocked out a lot. Back in the day. Um, but yeah, he... Mr. Borson volunteered at a prison. Oh my god, I remember this. I don't, I don't remember what he did exactly, but he, so he told us a lot of stories about prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing he taught us was, well, I guess it's sort of two things. He taught us how to tattoo yourself in prison. So he like told us how you build a, a tattoo thing. A, a tattoo needle? gun? Stick and poke, I guess, with... Um, no, because, yeah, it must have been a gun because he was talking about using, like, an electric razor, what? I think. I do Did not they remember give... this. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't... Maybe it was stick and poke because maybe it was just a regular razor. I don't know. Yeah. I, anyway, he said that. I don't remember that well. Clearly, I didn't learn well enough. And then he also taught us how to make prison shanks by, like, sharpening a toothbrush. And this was, like, what we talked about all the time back in junior high, but... Uh, you yeah, you just erased it from your minds. Yeah. How are you gonna survive? <laughs> I don't know. I missed like, what if I one day need to make a prison shank, just in the wild? What am I gonna do? I won't have any knowledge to arcan back to. What if one day you need to protect yourself in the wild with a stick against <laughs> and a prison shank the and stick? You also have a stake that <laughs> you have to decide whether it needs to be sold. So there's a bear and the bear is like, I can let you pass 
but and he has a stick, a steak, some salt, <laughs> and <laughs> a stick, a steak, and salt. <laughs> yeah, it's like a riddle. It's a good riddle. Oh dear. So Mr. Borson is the bear? was a troll. Oh, I was gonna say a troll, <laughs> like a bridge troll. <laughs> he also could be a bear. Um. Yeah, what a what a guy. I have one very final thing that I'd like to say about him. Although I I think prison yes. shank is a good thing to end off on. I would like to hope that you two remember where he tried to convince us that um he and his friends invented a very popular slang. Do you remember that? Oh, because like was it because he was working with his friends and they couldn't swear, so he like started like using random words for swearing because that was another big thing mm-hmm. of his he didn't like swear swear words except when it played into his weird recounting of history <laughs> um, yeah unless he's asking you to yell bastard yeah. in <laughs> class so yeah i remember that he like said that he was using different words and he would use different like words to swear with but i forget what his slang he made up yeah i don't remember what he made up but i just remember like all of us being like that's not true and he was like no it is like i would never lie to you but spoiler (laughs) alert he did (laughs) he lied all the time the lie detector determined that was a lie (laughs) honestly though so that was mr borson the like highlight teacher i don't know can you get even more eccentric (laughs) than that no i don't know that's a challenge and he i think he's come up in every other episode and probably will continue to he just like someone will say something and you have like a war flashback to like something that happened in his class so i think he's reoccurring um so to end off today's episode uh how how are you are you are you doing okay are you even okay? I wish I had a steak with salt. <laughs> with tons of salt. I wish I had a nice cup of vinegar. I wish I had a dirty old Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Join us next time for Are We Even Okay? Yay, bye. Disclaimer. This podcast reflects the host's personal recollections of events and experiences. All names have been changed.